Greetings and welcome to the Transform Podcast. This is episode 64. I'm your host, Christopher Anastasio, and today is Tuesday, June 7th, 2022. Uh, welcome back, guys, to the podcast. Um, super excited to have you guys back on board this week for episode 64 and 65. Uh, as I usually like to do, quick plug for last week's episodes, uh, if you get a chance to check them out. Uh, in 62, we talked about improving two-way communications uh, in terms of the way you may communicate to your staff or to your, to your, uh, to your team, uh, how you can sort of speed that up and use, let's say, audio uh, transmission to get the word out quickly to kind of express yourself in the, in the sort of loosest, uh, loosest bound sort of way. Uh, but then on the flip side, as you receive communication, the best way for you to receive it usually is to receive it in written form allows you to very quickly digest and synthesize information that you're probably getting from multiple sources and multiple angles, uh, being the business owner or being the person who's running the team or, or, or whatnot, you know, running a marketing team, whatever the case may be. So that's episode 62. Um, 63 actually gave you guys an update on uh, one of the TikTok tactics that uh, seeing some success with in terms of views and, and uh, likes and response and engagement. And that's the green screen effect. Really fun if you guys aren't on TikTok. Uh, if you are, you probably know what I'm talking about. But using the green screen where you can put up an image behind you uh, in like 100 different formats. I mean, there's all kinds of fun ways to kind of play around with it. But the general notion that you can integrate some existing piece of content or image or video clip to sort of react to or build off of or pivot off of uh, it really makes content production on TikTok a lot of fun and very easy to do. So check that video out, or excuse me, check that podcast out when you get a chance. That was episode 63, uh, came out at the end of last week. So today, guys, want to talk to you about a common tactic in email marketing, um, or that that leads to email marketing, uh, but just in general, I think builds goodwill and 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 sort of starts off your relationship with a prospect from a digital perspective in a really positive way. So so basically, you know, just going back a little bit, guys, I think it was episodes 31, 32, and 33, uh, where we did the, the, the no like, and trust series, right? That's where, you know, episode 31, we talked about they gotta get to know you. Episode 32, uh, they gotta like you. Episode 33, then they trust you, right? Just, work, you know, sort of working you through and walking through that sequence. Um, th- this kind of goes in line with that a little bit, I think. You know, when you, are out there in the vast galaxy of the internet, right? And you're looking for ways to provide value and you're looking for ways to build a relationship with the people who are coming across your, let's say, website or your social media account. Giving something away for free that really has some value to it, okay? Doesn't necessarily give away the farm, doesn't give away every secret you've got, doesn't put yourself out of business, but it's, it's a sort of usually a beginning piece of information or a beginning guide or manual or step-by-step process that at least kind of produces a warm, fuzzy reaction in the person who comes across it and downloads it from whatever location they download from. Usually, this is a tactic on a website. You drive traffic to a website. There's a free giveaway, free PDF. It's downloaded. They need to exchange their email address in order to get uh, in, or, in order to get the information, and now you've sort of added them to this traffic you own bucket, right? You get the organic traffic, you get the paid traffic, but the traffic you own is your email list, 
right? Nobody can really take that away from you. I mean, obviously people can unsubscribe from it. People can walk away from it if they want to, but no platform can deny you your email list. Like Facebook can change its ad policy, like Google can change its ad policy, right? And things of that nature, or they can lower your organic reach or whatever. So we've talked on many occasions in other episodes about how building an email list, growing an email marketing basis is a huge deal. It's a, it's a huge part of your ability to market yourself, nurture prospects, and, and move them through a sales funnel essentially to the point of conversion. So getting them into the top of that sequence with a giveaway, this is, this is a common tactic. This is something that I think if you guys aren't doing it right now, you've got to look closely at this and consider it. And let me just give you some examples of what I'm talking about. If you're like, hey Chris, I'm really not clear what to give away, what can I give away? Well, I have to admit, on a service business, it might be a little bit easier because you can talk about the service. You, you can talk about, you know, you can take what you would do for somebody from a service perspective and you can distill a portion of it, you can compress it, you can illuminate it further, you can do lots of different things with it in a giveaway. When you're selling a product, a physical, tangible product, you have to look for ways to be a little bit more creative, I think, with like, let's say a guide that, that pairs with one of your products. You know, something like, um, let's say you're selling food processors, okay, and you have like my top five Italian food recipes, you know, or something like that. That may make sense because in order to get them to buy the food processor, let's say you're gonna chop tomatoes with it or make, make a gravy, whatever, you know, you, you've given them an impetus to look closer at your product because you've provided them this free set of recipes and now they're like, hey, I might as well buy this food processor and get to work on making these recipes, you know, or whatever, you know. But, so I think it can be a little tiny bit easier on the service side of the business to do what I'm talking about, but it's definitely doable from a product perspective. You should, you should sort of engage your critical thinking and your creative thought um, uh, process to, to do that and find a way to do that. But I think, here's the thing guys, the, the real crux of what I'm saying is, this is a very simple concept, I don't think it's, it's hard for you guys to understand what I'm saying tactic-wise, but what might be the issue is getting over the hump of why should I do it? Like what makes me any different from anybody else? What, you know, why does my guide on how to fill out a, a Form 1040 tax form, why is that any better than anybody else's, right? They can just go get the information somewhere else or whatnot. So two things about that, guys. Number one, you're saving time. Okay, when you consolidate information for somebody, right, that's available for free on the internet, you have saved them time. You've essentially done the front end research for them, number one, and number two, you are an authority on the subject. So look, if I go and I research how to fill out a 10, 1040, and I find a bunch of information on the internet, maybe some of it conflicts, maybe some of it doesn't make total sense to me, I'm not a tax professional who can cut through that noise and say, no, this site is correct, this site is wrong, I need to do this, I don't need to do that. You know, I may be kind of lost a little bit there with all the information available. I may not be able to resolve a conflict between two pieces of information. I'm not a professional. I, I mean, yes, I can search the internet. Yes, I can go on Google. Yes, I can find things out for myself. But not being an authority and maybe not wanting to spend all that time I would appreciate coming across a tax professional's prepackaged guide that says, hey, 
here are some tips on filling out a 1040. Here are some pitfalls. Here are, here are the five things to look for on a 1040 that might have normally escaped you. You see what, I'm, see what I did there? I took a mundane topic, filling out a Form 1040 here, you know, United States Tax Code, uh, filling out a Form 1040, and I turned it into something a little more intriguing, like, oh, what are the five things to look for? I kind of know how to fill out a 1040. I maybe filled one out before, but I don't know what these five things are. I don't know what to really look out for that a tax professional would look out for, okay? So saving time and sort of putting maybe like a little bit of a unique spin on it then sort of invalidates this argument that, oh, I could just go find out what I need to on the internet. Yeah, you can. You need to spend time on it. And yeah, you might not be able to find these five things that I'm talking about or, you know, whatever, whatever you come up with, whatever spin on it that you put on it. Um, you know, certainly the person is not going to know, uh, most likely they're not going to know what those things are and they're not going to know if they came across them during their research, right? So there's a lot of value to saving time and accelerating them to an outcome that they're seeking, a successful completion of a Form 1040, right, in this example. The other reason that this is a really good strategy for you guys to, to think about, a good, good tactic for you to think about, is that when you say, well, there's another 100 tax professionals out there, 1,000, 10,000, whatever, who are doing the exact same thing, right? Well, think of it this way, guys. Yeah, that probably is the case. There's probably lots of tax professionals out there giving away lots of free guides. But here's the rub. The internet is an infinitely sized space. There's no limit to the number of people who can hang their hat on an IP address somewhere with a website and give away a free PDF and say that they're a tax professional, right? There's an infinite amount of space for everybody. That means there's an infinite amount of space and time that a potential visitor to your site has to traverse to find the information they're looking for, right? So when they come across you and they see your guide, trust me, 99% of them don't say, well, let me go see what other guides are out there. Let me go find more tax professionals and more guides, and then I'll have 100 guides and I can read all 100 and I'll be great at doing 1040s. 99%, obviously I'm being a little facetious here with you guys, but the bottom line is 99% of the time, they come across you and your guide, that's the one they walk away with. That's the one they read and you're the person who sticks in their mind because they walked away for free with something you gave them that gave them value, that, that improved their situation, that elevated their understanding of this topic, whatever that topic happens to be. So the bottom line is, yeah, there's other people giving away stuff out there, but nobody's going to look for the other stuff once they find your stuff. So the real bottom line then is like, well, okay, Crystal, what's the point? If everybody's doing the same thing and I just need to hope somebody comes by you know, my website and gets my thing, what you're really doing is you're creating goodwill. You're building up the know, like, and trust sequence by doing this. It's not really about the information in their hand, even though in point one, I illuminated the fact that there is a practical value to it. You did save them time. You did teach them something, right? So there's definitely value there. It's not like it's an empty value that they just perceive. But what you're really going for, the real reason you do this, is to build up the know, like, trust sequence and to get them to start gravitating closer to you. Get them to start ascribing their thoughts on taxes to you. You know, like, hey, my taxes are coming up this year. Hmm, well, if I'm going to use somebody, maybe I use the guy who put the guide out. You see what I'm saying? 
you start to build a connection in their synapses, in their brain, <laughs> between that topic, that service, that product, and you. And so that's the goodwill portion. That's the mechanism you're employing by creating a deliverable, five-page PDF, 10-page PDF, 25-page PDF, whatever, whatever it is, right? You know, slide deck with, with lots of you know, nuggets about whatever the thing is you're teaching them about. And you've created that on the front end, you create it one time, and it lives forever, right? Now, maybe you gotta update it sometimes, maybe the tax code changes, maybe you gotta do a couple tweaks here or there. The bottom line is it lives forever, okay? So you take that, you put it out there, it's now permanent, it's repeatable, it's repetitive, and you've got this situation going where people are going to come by, pick it up, save time, learn something, and build goodwill with you because you extended them this courtesy, you extended them this value, okay? So this is something that we're gonna talk more about it. There's lots of tactical stuff, or you know, how do I do it? Where do I put it? What do I say about it? There's lots of things we can talk about on this subject, but this, this episode really was just about opening your eyes to the notion of creating something of value, making that something of value available, driving the traffic towards that something, and then in the process of them taking it from you, now you've got the email address, now they're in your email marketing sequence, and now you're building goodwill with them and you're nurturing them towards a sale, okay? So think about that, guys. We'll definitely talk some more about it. We'll definitely come back to email marketing and you know, doing free giveaways and stuff like that. There's a lot to, um, to go over there. But for now, we're going to leave it at this, guys. Hope everybody's having a great Tuesday. Hope everybody's week is off to a good start. We will be back probably Thursday, Friday time frame with episode 65, uh, but definitely excited to, uh, to hear what you guys think of this episode. Uh, you want to check out Transform, face, uh, look up Transform Facebook, LinkedIn, transform.com on the website. And then, of course, uh, love for you guys to follow us here on the podcast as well. Uh, but again, if you, if you want to implement this, you have questions, you need help, we're here for you guys. We'd love to talk to you about it. Uh, I'm your host, Christopher Anastasia. I'm going to go ahead and sign off here, and I will be back with you guys later this week. Have a great day, and I will talk to you guys soon. Bye-bye.